the culture. You are listening to the culture radio only on the culture. You are listening to the culture radio only on the culture. You are listening so welcome to-, to the way I'm Hunchy Henry Graves. And the way is the radio show about martial artists is up and coming martial arts future in the past and the present of martial arts today. As promised, we'll have Willie the Bam Johnson on our show. Sir, are you there, Sensei? Yes, sir, I'm here. All righty. Welcome to Culture Play and welcome to The Way with Kyoshi Henry Graves. Sir, could you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your martial art program and what do you do and the type of martial arts you do? Oh, okay. Um, my name is, uh, of course, she said, um, I've been doing martial arts for well over, what, 35 years. Started when I was six, 55 now. Um, I like to often say that my basis of martial arts comes from the city of Baltimore, just the streets, because I grew up in, you know, the project Baltimore, and as a six-year-old kid, I just was trying to get away from all the adversity that was going in the house and in the community. And the one escape that I had was the Bruce Lee's movie, Chinese Connection. And like most kids, growing up in those environments, you take whatever you can do creatively just to try to find some peace of mind, some flow, some ability. And in the early 70s, most people didn't really know the benefits of martial arts. But, you know, when it by way of the inner city, when it was coming about, everybody had a, a strange mystical connection to it. And we all made nunchucks and, you know, emulated what we've seen in the movie theaters, pulled out pissy mattresses and flipped. And we just created our own little expression, you know, through all the fighting and all the things that we had to encounter. And that was my basis before I ended up um, getting under the tutelage of Master Brown, uh, with Kung Fu, uh, Garcia Davis, karate. Um, and then I ended up traveling to mainland China and getting certified in mainland China in the early 80s as one of the first African-American groups to go there. And I was recognized as one of the, you know, uh, best martial artists to train from from America and China uh, by learning their style and also taking elements of what I was once again doing as a kid there to teach them in exchange for what they were teaching us by surprise along with the culture that they were intrigued by. Um, and then the rest is like, you know, just went on and continued to train and do other things and compete, and we're here now. Yeah, well, man. Answer the question. Wow, yeah, well, yes. And, um, you know, I have followed some of the things that you have done, and, you know, you're a very humble young man, and, you know, you talk about the martial arts the way you do, but I've seen you on different um, martial art magazines, covers, and, you know, articles about you in different uh, magazines, karate, kung fu, and things like that. Um, just like you said, when I was coming up, I'm 63, um, bam, and um, Bruce Lee was um, instrumental in me starting out, but I think my first thing was when I was a little bit younger at the age of six, and i getting, you know, chased, and I had to kind of learn to defend myself with my uncle teaching me and moving on up. But it's kind of, to me, how... 
inner city children attach themselves to the martial arts. A lot of us, like myself, wasn't very that good at basketball or football and things like that. I was pretty good at baseball, but I wasn't good at the other sports. Um, and I kind of gravitated to martial arts, and it became a self-expression. Is it something like that with you? Yeah, I mean, that, that was it. I mean, we, we used to get that during the time that martial arts was, like, uh, manifesting in the inner city. Also, the fight for expression, you know, and the struggle as the music of hip-hop and dance and all those things. I mean, we got to remember this. The 70s was the greatest cultural expression ever in the history of America, the people that was growing up in those environments after the um, <clears throat> civil rights, you know, struggle. And then when we came into the 70s, when you could leave your doors unlocked, I mean, you played stick man, hide and go seek. I mean, it was a wonderful, beautiful place to live, If you, even though it was a struggle. But, you know, your parents never let you see the struggle, even though you could see it in their eyes. But they made sure you had a Christmas. They made sure you had a, a meal. I mean, you, you had to get in a fight. They sat around and let y'all fight it out. Y'all got tired and y'all became the best of friends and went and got ice cream. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. That's how the inner city was at one time. It wasn't like it is today. You yes. know? Yeah. Um, and we showed respect. The community raised us. I mean, a lot of times people say, where did you get the serves and the mams from? That don't come from martial arts. That come from my parents. That's what my dad always taught me. Don't yes. go to jail. Let's say thank you and say yes, ma'am. That's what the city was about at that time. Mm-hmm. And, and Does it make sense? Yeah, man, it makes a lot of sense, you know, parallel to things, you know, how um, coming up, even though I was um, maybe 10 years older than you, I can say that nine or 10 years older than you, some of the parallels with that also came out to be. But when I was coming up, like you were saying, I didn't have a problem with disrespect because the whole community, you know, the neighbor up the street had just as much right if they seen me doing something wrong to let me have it as well as in the house if I did something wrong. And you was more respectful. So you learned that in the house about being respected and it carried outside. And with the martial arts, it gave me a new freedom as in like I can do something that I become pretty good at on my own. And when I got my my you know teacher teaching me and he showed me how to become even better and enlightened me, man, the, the, it seemed like the world was mine at that point. You know, I wasn't very um, talkative when I was coming up, but I learned how to self-express, and I lost that fear of not being able to talk in public. Did you have any things like that? Did it bring you out of a shyness, or were you always an outgoing person? Well, I mean, I was a shy kid. I never would fight back. Um, <clears throat> I would get a beating because I wouldn't fight back. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that I had to encounter that most kids, you know, you know, people read my book, uh, you know, look up, you know, some of the stuff. You can see the, I mean, the only thing that never happened to me in the inner city that, I mean, I have to be honest, was never to put something in my arm through a needle. Mm-hmm. Anything else that can happen from the negative happened to me. Okay. And a lot of that was by choice because I was just trying to find a way to be accepted. And uh, once again, martial arts wasn't as, you know, the benefits wasn't there like it is right now. Nobody understood why was you trying to be a, a movie star? Why was you in love with this art? I mean, I had a homemade dojo. <laughs> I mean, it's in my books and stuff. I uh-huh. mean, I, I did more shorts 24-7. Um, I could flip. I could, I could do all this stuff. I was writing movies, making movies. I would go to the movie theater and film movies. 
it was just something about it that gave me a chance to get over the, the hump of what I was fighting for inside. And even after going to China, I mean, it's funny, you know, I went back to doing bad things. And for me, I think the thing that really uh, woke me up was, uh, I, I think it was, I would say when my mom passed away from cancer in my arms, and I suppose I've been going to New York to be on the front cover of the official karate magazine. That's one of the leading martial art magazines back then. Um, and uh, I didn't know how to deal with it. And at that point, I just wanted to die because she was my everything. Yeah. Everything I was doing to get her out to sit in the city. And after going through that phase, I ended up getting in trouble and ended up in a maximum security prison. Okay. And uh, at that moment, I just asked God to give me a chance, you know, in 1989, please save me and give me another chance. And I will use martial arts to empower every kid I come in contact with so they would never have to tread the path that I tread. And I know it sounds crazy. You don't practice martial arts in jail, but nobody said anything. I began to refine my mind, my body, my spirit. It wasn't rehabilitation. I already knew what I had to do. So I began to do it 24-7 every day. And I wrote every plan that I'm living today, I wrote when I was in jail, every book, every movie script. And when I came home out of jail with $20 after one year, I never turned back. And the rest of it went down. You wow. know, movies, TV, books, black belt magazines. I used to steal them. I got on the cover of them. And <laughs> I just want to be an example for them kids to tell them, look, man, don't cop out and be a sucker like me and quit. It ain't got nothing to do with martial arts. It got something to do with the principles that we all learn, which are universal. You could learn it in the inner city. I think people give the inner city a, a, they give it a bad rep. They keep calling kids underprivileged. We're not underprivileged. It's, you know, I think they need to eliminate that. You know, it's not about being underprivileged. It's not about, you know, classified as, you know, what is it, uh, you know, bad kids, anybody can be bad. What we got to do is tap in and change their minds and their spirit. And martial arts can do that. And I'm not talking about getting a black belt. I'm talking about just the ability to express yourself. Yeah. You know, and you said that, and I said that. Yeah. The ability to express yourself. Yeah. And that's what my quest is. My yeah. quest is to, to make sure our program reaches every kid from the innocent to the suburbs and give them a chance to go beyond some title or some image and not be held captive by the gatekeepers who continue to I know it sounds crazy, but it's like a certain, it's a certain status quo where they label these kids and they make them feel like they're less than. No, man, God gave them everything they need, and it's my goal. I know God saved me to be able to go on that mission and show them. If I went this far, you ain't got to go that far. Just listen to me, man. Stay on the right path. Wow, man, and you are. Sound crazy, huh? Yeah, man, you've been a great ambassador to the cause. You know, and continue. You know, you know um, can you tell us a little bit about, uh, you have any programs you're doing, any kind of special programs? I mean, you're one of the um, leading elite martial artists of today. So um, what is this? I think I was going over it because actually I looked at some of your programs and it inspired me to, to get one. And with right. this, I was watching some of the MMA point um, karate thing that you got. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Let us okay. listeners hear about that because it's wonderful. Point MMA is no different than what we did in the inner city. You talk about it. Back then in the 70s, when you went into a dojo, you had no equipment. And everybody could fight. That's the difference people don't realize about the inner city. You cannot go in and claim that you're the baddest cat in the dojo because everybody was good. 
but what happened because everybody was had a creative expression. I mean, you know, it's, most people can fight in the city, you know? Mm-hmm. And you want to go to the dojo to learn how to fight. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you did go in the dojo, you learned a certain level of control. It's like basketball. You don't slam dunk on this guy. You know, he's going like, you know, hit your, hit your ball down and elbow you. So you try to give him some respect in the, in the game. And we learned to, to play like chess. Well, that's what point MMA is in the inner city. You know, we learned to control our techniques. Even though we were aggressive, we were hardcore, we did all types of things. We wrestled, we boxed, we kicked, we punched, we flipped. But nobody tried to hurt anyone. Mm-hmm. Everybody had a certain level of control back then, even though we didn't have any equipment on. And, you know, through my training, me and my wife's training, um, you know, we found ourselves doing a lot of jiu-jitsu, doing a lot of just like, if you look, go to our YouTube channel, you'll see all the tournaments, everything that we did. I'm just a... Uh, I think a student of life. I just want to learn all these new things. Well, people started asking us to, do, to judge jujitsu, to judge this. And me and my wife just said, hold up, man. Let's just point. I mean, MMA becoming popular. We know that you cannot take MMA to per MMA to the inner city. It's like taking a gun to the kid in the city and say, here, take this whole list. I'll be back. And yeah. what's the kid going to do? You don't have enough knowledge to control that weapon. Right. So you can't be giving these kids like arm bars and all these boot, 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 um, gruesome things, not even just in the city, but any kid. They're not mature enough to handle it. So through our research, we said, hold up, man. We got a new level of children. They're more intellectual than any other generation, but we got to make them tough. How do we create a form of expression called point MMA that allows them to, to have, have continuous control, fix the fitness element of martial arts, because a lot of times martial arts are so static, we're not cardio fit. So right. we came up with what we call point MMA crazy athletics. It's called no tap out, no knockout. Are you technically ready? But are you technically ready for life? And it's the first ever full-fledged sparring curriculum from intro to black belt. And it's not something that we created. It, it just remembers all the great pioneers like Thomas the Puppet, Jim Kelly, Chuck Lewis, Joe Lewis. It took all these elements that these people used to do and put it in a package to be able to teach kids how to develop expressions of sparring, like basketball. So we created this new program called the Complete Martial Artist Coaching Course. Our mission is to, is to get coaches all over the world. It can be a parent. Think about this. If a parent buys a basketball and they, and they get that ball to their kid, their kid can go in the backyard and practice without any supervision. The kid gets good. Then the kid says, Mommy, can I go and play basketball? And Mommy might say, Look, I want to be involved with my child's progress, so let me go online, sign up, and become a basketball coach. It's not a lot. You know, you just look at it. You go through a couple of hours of training, and now she's over there running a, a little basketball league <laughs> in her community. Yes, yes. That's what point MMA is. That's what we're doing with this coaching course. Yes. What about if you as a teacher, you are black, but, but what about if you took a teenager, a young teenager that these little kids can relate to and say, look, we're going to make you a, 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 a master. We're going to make you a coach, not a teacher. Coaching someone just mentoring natural skills. Yeah, we're going to take you to like the local community center that we know is safe, and we're going to get them to give you a job to be able to oversee a couple of kids in a program that's simple, easy to learn. That's point MMA. That's nice. crazy athletics. That's what that program is. So my goal is to develop coaches, not teachers. And if the kid wants to graduate to the next level, then they can come to the dojo. But we gotta we gotta get into the communities. We kids don't want to learn tradition. They don't want traditional karate uniforms or traditional belts. 
in those certain environments. They still want to be cool. They want something that represents some swagger. And everybody's in the MMA, you know, so let's go in and let's connect the dots and really use martial arts for what it did. At the beginning of this story, we talked about how creative martial arts changed me in your life. Yes. Why did we stop that? This is to go back and bring that back, not just in the inner city, but in the suburbs, because the problems, there's no longer any city, inner city problems. Probably the same problems as in the suburbs and in the rich community. So anybody that's listening to this, stop, stop. Don't label it. It's everywhere. And it's worse in the suburbs because most people ain't educated to understand the nature of the predator. What's your take? Am I making sense here? Man, you man, go ahead, talk about preach it, man. I'm 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 buying it. Let's let's hear some more of this here. You, you, uh, that, but that's what we do. It's we so innovative. This is us. If we all come together. Now think about it. Even the online tournaments that Michael Dietrich and many people are doing especially the ones he's doing, it's affordable. Come on, most kids can't afford to go to a tournament like it used to be. It cost like $500 to go to a tournament. But Corona has given us a chance to really connect with the children, man. And when we go back to virtual teaching, no, we got to have coaches at home. We got to have coaches everywhere. Yes. What about if adults would oversee teenagers that are coaching young kids? Pretty That's cool. That's what this is about. Pretty cool. And you know, with the virtual karate tournaments, I remember that um, back in April, I did a virtual karate tournament before any virtual karate tournament came out. And Michael Dietrich had been trying to contact me for a while, right? I'm like, oh, okay. So I finally, you know, called him and got hooked up with his program, the um, WFM. And, well, I think we lost Bam right there. But anyway, guys, I was talking, to, I'm talking with, with Willie Bam Johnson um, of... Um, Point MMA, and we just got interrupted the call. Hopefully, he can get back with us, and we'll continue with the conversation. But dealing with the point karate, and dealing with the online and virtual karate scene, and talking about the katas and things like that that they're doing, you know, the crazy athletic part of the tournaments are so great and so wonderful. I mean, the WFM Alliance, I put together something that is really good. And it's working very well. I'm having a great time with my kids doing it, you know. And um, I'm hoping that everybody that's listening can hear this will also try to do it too, you know. Um, and um, the best thing about this is it's affordable. It's affordable. You know, everybody can get to this and they be able to do it. Um, I'm hoping that more people get into this and we continue to make this grow. Um, dealing with the martial arts online, guys, you're looking at a new era. You can have a live tournament. You can have when it goes back past the corona, we get past that. Or, you know, there's also a new way that you can have a live tournament and you can have one online that can reach out to a whole lot more people. And it seemed to me I was going to try to do something like that back in um, this tournament that's coming up on Saturday, August the 15th. But at that point in time, let me tell you, I thought about, well, maybe not yet. Let me just go down and go with the virtual karate tournament. And virtual, it seemed to be working out pretty well for me. And like I say, my, uh, Master Dietrich, it's um, great to be a part of the WFM Alliance. And we're going on through with this. And we're going to see, you know, and hopefully take it to the, uh, another level. It, you know, we're going to see this grow and keep growing and i'm thinking it's going to be a very big progress in this and a lot of other schools a lot of other countries will be coming on board 
Now, I want to talk to you guys about some of the things that go on with the WFM Alliance and some of the things that you guys may be questioning about, like, well, how do I do this? What do I need? Well, basically, you know, if you got one of those smartphones, you got a, a smartphone and you can just go and download a program called Zoom. And initially, the basic Zoom package is free. You know, you get into that and you go in and you can actually, you know, record and you can actually talk with other people. That's a little bit how we're reaching people through that program. And, but it's a little bit more into it than that, but basically that's what we're doing to um, reach the other martial arts schools from around the country, around the world. And we're coming together and we're competing together at that point. Now, you have the kata division that the student get up, do their preset form, and they compete with other students doing theirs. You got different age levels, different um, segments of it. You got beginner, intermediate, and advanced. And um, also, you have weapon kata, same thing, different ages, different levels, beginner, intermediate, and advanced. And you have breaking inside of it, you know, a breaking tournament, as well as a self-defense portion, portion of it. And they have something called crazy, crazy athletics. That's what um, Boom was talking about. And it's basically anybody could do that. You know, you physically fit. You know, some people may think they're super, super fit. That's great. And some people may think they're not super fit and still be able to do this. You're doing, you know, different exercises. They may have you doing jumping jacks, squats, knee tucks, things like that. And you're competing with another student, um, similar age or things like that. And you're going against each other, having a great time, just having a great time doing this event. That's why I know it's such a good thing and it's catching on so fast. The um, WFM World Alliance have um, came together and they put out this product and the product is moving really fast. It's catching on. And they have different areas. They have like um, the one in different regions. I think the region that I'm representing for the WFM is region 11. I'm not quite sure, but I believe that's it. I have to double check myself on that one. And in the, in the region, you know, we have a group of three to five schools that's competing in our area. And then they have different areas in different parts of the country. And they all get together and have one big tournament at the end of the year or at a certain part, point in the year. And um, then they have their championship and they move on. And hopefully next year we'll be able to do like um, in-person awards um, and things like that. But right now, because we're online, that's what we're doing. And the kids are safe. And think about it. It's so affordable. If you don't know about this, guys, this is an affordable thing to do. This Saturday, we will be having the Tournament of Champions. That's the tournament that I will be hosting. And the cash prize for that is for any child that enters under the age of 17 that goes to the Grand Championship in forms, um, be it weapon forms or empty hands forms, will receive a cash prize. Any adult over 18 that enters the grand championship in weapon forms or empty hand forms, um, they will also receive a cash prize. And that's just a little thing to motivate them to say, hey, thank you for taking part of this. And it also is a little boost for them. You know, it's not a much, but it helps out. And I think some of the things that will go along with that, so let's say if you have um, four different areas, you may have won the grand championship in or two. 
You may have gotten a weapon card or an empty hand card. Well, you won't be able to represent yourself but one card. You can choose whether you're going to do your empty hand card or your weapon card to perform against other athletes that's in that division for the grand championship. That's how that's going to work. Pretty pretty easy, pretty clear to that, right? Um, you know, um, taking time out and doing things like that for the children, it just can't help but grow. These things can't help but grow the community. Helping children to empower themselves is a great thing, leaving a legacy behind. So that's why us people in the martial arts, we continue to do it. Um, Bam said he's been doing it for over 35 years. I've been doing it for over 50 years. It's like, you know, when you think about this, it's like it just go hand in hand. You know, um, I remember training all the time. People knew me as the karate man, you know, in my hometown of Clareton, Pennsylvania, where I came from. That's what people would call me. Hey, man, that's the karate man. You know, everybody knew me like that. But that's neither here nor there. And the most important thing is my self-expression. And I learned from Sensei Harold Jackson was a great experience. And, you know, he taught me and mentored me, and it was a good thing for me. So that was my induction as formal, as formal as I would say that was. But also I have other people that came into my life that helped me to move on. So many. just, just And thank you all that was there for me, you know. One of the things that I like to say about the martial arts is if you find yourself in a martial art and you like it, continue to open up your mind to it. Be ready to do different things. Be ready to experience different levels of expression. Be ready to create. This is one thing that you can do without a problem. You can always create. Create, create, create. Then you can motivate. Once you become a um, proficient or maybe you would call yourself a sensei or whatever, you know, you may find another group of kids or people that would like to train with you. Start a little club, you know, work out together. You know, um, you can look for formal training, try to find formal training and move on from there and keep on building your resume. But as Boom was saying, you know, the best thing about it is you can get in there and be self-expressive and be just as good, if not better, as some of the people that you heard about, read about, and know about. So it's all up to you to go as far as you want to go in the martial arts. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about the tournament this Saturday, August the 15th. It'll be 10 o'clock our time, Eastern time, 9 o'clock Texas time. And we will be doing this, starting out with the breaking division. If we have breakers, they will be doing it. And then we'll move into the individual other parts of it with the empty hand kata. And then the crazy athletics usually come up last. Guys, I'm telling you, this is a great opportunity. Also that day, we will be having, for the International Martial Hall of Fame, it will be the first one done virtually online. Usually the International Martial Hall of Fame is done in person, but this year we're doing it online. And thanks again, WFM, who is sponsoring us and sanctioned Tournament of Champions. We have become a sanctioned body, so now we're moving to other areas. We're growing, and I thank the Alliance for that. And it seems to be such a powerful movement. I'm telling you, man, one, one person at a time, one school at a time, one country at a time, one state at a time, one city at a time, 
you know, we're going to make this thing work and grow and keep growing. We're talking about a martial art movement that will be great. This movement will take over, again, catch on fire, and we're hoping to see this last for the next thousand billion years, um, as long as God see fit, you know. Um, what is the purpose of the online tournament? To bring together the world. We want to bring the world together, have the kids see other cultures, people from other parts of the world, let them examine how they work, how they find out, though they may be from different places, how similar we all are. You know, we're human beings. It's one human mankind. You know, and the sooner we figure that out and find that out, a lot better I think the whole world is going to be. You know, we end this whole thing together. And I want you guys to remember with that coronavirus out there, please be safe. Be smart. You know, look into your proper training. Look into taking care of yourself. Listen to what the experts are saying about it. Uh, make sure you heed the advice. You know, please be safe. And remember the ones that are um, older and maybe more vulnerable than yourself, please, let's take care of them. And um, at that, saying that, you know, being 63, I'm one of those guys that's in that age range. But I'm hoping that the people that hear me out there and listening to me right now and listen to the conversation I had with um, um, Willie the Bam Johnson also, that you will take care. You know, you will take heed. You will learn to be respectful of yourself and of others. And we keep this going, going really strong. Um, I'm located at 2345 East Michigan Street in Orlando, Florida. Um, Kahashima's Dojo is otherwise known as Henry Gray's Martial Art Academy. We do do, you know, martial training there. We work with Kabuto, which is just another way of saying weapons. We do weapon training there. One thing about weapon training, this is self-expression, guys. You learn to express yourself through the weapon, and you learn how to control yourself a little bit better by controlling that weapon a little better. Um, we have all type of classes, you know, and I'm very fortunate. You know, this Wednesday we have a women's self-defense class. It's free. Limit is six. Go to um, my Facebook page and, you know, get your ticket. Punch it in so we'll know you're coming. We have a space limited for six people there at that time. And we're going to go through it and have a great time. And this is free for the community. So um, hoping to see your moms come in and learn some of the things about um, safety and learn some things about self-defense. And we're going to keep, keep on making this movement grow. And then at 6 o'clock later, we have a little formal training where we have another group of five, but we have an these guys train and weapon training tonight. They're going to be doing different things with the weapons, going over weapon katas, using different types of weapons, anything from nunchucks to tonfas to the katana um, to bokens and to the bow or the joe and things like that. So we have a pretty great time at the dojo, and everyone is so respectful of that. And they go along with the program, and we're just we're moving quietly moving forward and we pacing ourselves you know and with god grace and with his blessing we hope to reach the community and keep doing a lot of good things in the community keep watching facebook um we have a lot of things coming out for you guys you, you need to go there um get on the twitter and get on the um instagram i'm learning all these things for 
for a, um, a group of beautiful, wonderful students of mine. Willie James Books is a contributor to helping. And I'm just thank God for those people coming in to the dojo, walking in. They think they're being um, gracious with, uh, I mean, think they're being um, ingratiated by learning, but I'm being ingratiated by learning from them. They think that I'm teaching them something, but they, they're teaching me something also. You know, uh, the way have to do with more than just punching and kicking. It also have to do with uh, self-search for betterment or improvement. And um, I thank you guys as well as all my senseis that came in and helped and my students who's working hard to get better themselves. And we do have, you know, friendly classes there, if you say friendly, but it is to get in there and work you, make you sweat, and you come out saying you had a good time, so that's the friendly part of it. Now, as I can talk to you about the punching and kicking part of martial arts, you know, if I was a basketball player, how would I get better at playing basketball? If I was a track practitioner, how would I get better at track? If I was a pole vaulter, how would I get better at pole vaulting? If I was a hurdler, how would I get better at hurdling? The same thing is in the martial arts. And we're talking about the uh, Pacific Waza kicking. How do I get better at kicking? Only one way to do it, kick. So I really like to spend time on specific things. So if we're going to get really good with using our hands, then we're going to spend time with just using the hands. If we're going to spend time with getting better at kicking, then we're going to spend time with just kicking. So these are aspects of being in this type of environment. In the dojo, the way we run it is to make sure that we work on the specific things. We work on good balance. You know, we work on good mindset. Because mental preparation, mental attitude, is the primary source of getting you from where you are now to where you want to be and where you're going. So this is very important to be mentally prepared and ready and to, to grow mentally. If you can make someone anger, you get them angry, you can control that person. So a person that angers you, they also controls you. Remember that. So, you know, try not to let anyone anger you to a point that you using blind rage or you're not seeing anything you know you just got a mindset of this i just want to you know punch them i just want to grab them you know if you can walk away from a fight it's so much better than to engage in a fight if you can walk away with the resolve of peacefully getting a resolution to that you gain a friend instead of making an enemy these things are very important in our martial training this is what our school, Kahashimash Dojo, is about. It's about taking you and learning, understanding the aspects of a different thing, of a certain thing, and learning how within that element, how to find resolution. This is a good thing always. You know, the power, it's just, it's like if you can control other people, right? That's a good thing. But being able to control yourself is a much better thing. And if we all can do that, then we can have absolute resolution to things. So much better. And it's hard sometimes, you know, we, we want to sometimes let people um, 
you know, I don't feel like doing it. You know, you, you're not ready to do it, but then you get talked into doing something. You know, that's not good. What you should do is prepare yourself for that task, whatever it may be. Look into that task, formulate a strategy for that task, and go on and do it. Courage, let me tell you, we all have courage. We all have the ability to do whatever we want to do. We all have that ability to think of something and create something, whether it's good or bad. So use your mind. Be mindful. Use that God-given talent to be strong. As far as dealing with nutrition, let's talk about that in the martial arts. You know, if you eat good, your body performs better. If you eat sluggish, your body performs sluggish. You know, at different times in my life, you know, I have been through a series of, oh, you know, I don't have much energy. I just want to lay down. I just want to sit down. But then I think about, you know, I got to go there. I got these guys coming tonight, these kids coming tonight, these adults coming tonight, these ladies coming tonight to work out. I got to get up. So what I've recently started to do was kind of meal prep myself. You know, I want to have me a good nutritious breakfast, then a little snack, then a couple pieces of fruit, and then another little snack, and then help eat something really healthy. Try to get five to six meals in me a day, small meals. The most important thing with all of that is drinking H2O, drinking that water. In training, we want you sweating. We really do want you sweating. I know you say, but wow, you know, in this environment today, we got this going on. When you sweat, what happens? You take impurities out of your body. You guys know that, right? So that's like another way you get the impurities out. And it also cleans those pores out real good. It's good, healthy breathing for you. And with that being said, you know, this is a good thing. You're regulating your temperature inside your body. You're helping your organs to function better. You know, um, I myself are starting to up a plan that I would get myself in tip-top condition that I can for my body. And that's all that anyone can do. You know, I may not um, look as good as some of these weightlifters and things like that, but I can. I think I can do better than I'm doing. I always want to believe that in myself. Hey, I can do better. I'm going to do better. I will do better. This is what martial art training helps us to do, help us to realize where we're at, where we're going, where we want to be. And this is how you grow. That's how we grow. I think we got Willie Bam calling back in again. Let's hold on and see. Is that him? Hello, sir. How you doing? We got you back. Yeah, my, my, my phone faded. Oh, wow. Hey, man, welcome back to the show. We were just talking about some nutrition and things like that on the show. But welcome back. I forgot what we left off at, but feel free to pick up. Um, if you remember exactly where we were, I think we are talking about inner city and training. Right. We were talking about the coaching program and how our quest is uh, to um, get coaches all over the world through our program and how uh, that ties into, as a matter of fact, if you're talking about nutrition, it is, we have the tr nutritional component and also the, the competition component um, with Mr. Michael Dietrich, you know, and uh, what he's doing to make it affordable for people, you know, to especially children during these times. So I think the virtual coaching, especially for certain uh, communities, people don't understand that, you know, as we go forward, 50% um, of our world is going to be virtual. 
Um, and this is something we've been doing for the last five years. Because um, I was on, one of the things, I don't know if you know, I, I happen to be on Shark Tank, uh, me and my family, with the program. Oh, and no, I didn't know that. Made it, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, we, we made it to the second round of Shark Tank. And even though we didn't get on the show, we got callbacks for other shows along which uh, outside of Shark Tank, like Sweat Equity and other programs because they were really intrigued by what we were doing. And uh, I was scheduled to go on a speaking tour with Damon John from Shark Tank um, with Ham Ray Rice and a bunch of other people to go to these inner cities and talk about economical wealth as well as nutrition, martial arts, and all the things that the Complete Martial Artist Program talks about. And it never um, panned out. So what we continue to, uh, to do was prepare for, like, how do, how do we teach people all over the world? Then Corona came, and me and my wife just jumped right on it. I mean, the, the moment we had to go home, we began to run our whole school operation through um, virtual teaching. Yes, so yes. Our goal is to take that to the kids in the inner city and kids that are struggling with converting over to that. Does that make sense? Man, and it's, yes, it makes sense, and it sounds so great. Now, like, say, you know, a practitioner myself that been in it for a while, and um, I'm, I'm really interested in doing some of the things that I've, I've seen you do in the dojo, and I'm thinking about trying to, how I'll get with you more about this later, about bringing the program inside the dojo as a, a add-on for them and things like that, because I see, I mean, those your two little, two little boys that I seen on the video? Yeah, they're my two sons. Man, those two guys are fantastic. How old is the youngest one? He's six now. At that time, I think he was three. Oh, and man, watching him doing the boxing, the MMA thing, I was just blown away at how well he did that at that age. So it's teachable for kids even at three. And he was doing it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. That is, I mean, that is a. That's what I'm saying about the program. You know, and you know, if I could do anything down here in the state of Florida to help bring it out, you know, I'll, I'm going to be getting with some of the schools that I go to, and you know, I, I will, you know, talk with them and you know, see what we can do with that. I think it's a great thing that you got going on, and you know, I don't want to get in no marketing thing or anything like that, any kind of thing that would be detrimental. So, you know, you just, we'll talk about it. You let me know how to best approach that. And we're, we're going to try to make that happen for you. But can you tell them about your program? How can they get a hold of the program and what they need to do to sign in? I think a lot of people might want to become coaches. Well, I think if they, if they can go to pointmma.com. Okay. Um, and also on Event Reds, we just posted, um, once you buy the kit, which is the complete martial artist kit that you brought. Yep. Um. What, it, what we now give people is monthly coaching for free up until it's our way to help school owners to be able to, um, you know, succeed during this, during this time with Corona. Um, and one of the things that are proof of concept, uh, I ran my first professional martial arts school at 17. My wife ran one of the biggest chains of karate schools called Kim's Karate, which was second to June Reed um, in the early 80s. She's like one of the her, her instructors, Apollo, one of, the, one of the top poly instructors that go around now. But what the beautiful thing about our proof of concept, we've been running our school, our professional school, for 25 years. And remember, I told you, I, can't, I got locked up. I came home from jail 
with $20 and the blueprint to run a business. Mm-hmm. Well, because of a young man by the name of Nick Kokinis, who's the pioneer of martial arts business, he showed me how to flip what I knew. We ended up opening up, opening up our school. And um, in 90 days, we had 100 students. In probably 10 years, rather than going into the inner city claiming to own a building, we were able to purchase a building. That's like totally unheard of. <laughs> it's like That is I incredible. <laughs> so all we do is make a living off of martial arts. That will, that's what we do. And you see my two kids, but I used to be on a TV show called WMAC Masters with Bruce Lee's daughter. I don't know if you, a lot of people probably probably seen it. It had the best martial artists in the world. I remember that program. Lee. Yeah, I was one of the characters on there. I played myself called The Band. <laughs> but also, my oldest son was on that show with me. So all my kids are uh, like the, they're like the the they're the experimental projects to the programs that we do. <laughs> so my my oldest son, he's thirty five. He's a point he's a point MMA champion, and also uh, probably the next superstar in action films. My daughter, she's now um, before this Corona happened, she was starring in Jurassic Park Live. She's also like a pioneer in what we do. So our whole family does this program. So it's, it's, we, we kind of like say it's community approved, yeah. parents tested, <laughs> and business savvy. So yeah. that's the course that you brought. Yes, sir. Every month, every month, and starting the, um, the month of September 11th, we will be doing a free coaching for anybody that, the, that, that have picked up the, the um, course. They will get the rest of the year uh, monthly coaching for three hours on how to implement it, the business components and everything every month for free um, as our bonus to help the martial arts industry as a whole. So Man. they go to pointremate.com um, or they can call they can, they can call my cell phone like I, I did with you, which is 301 Yes, sir. And... Um, and I can coach them right through it so they can, you know, get on board and become a coach. And we're going to give you every support that we can possibly give you. But remember, this is not a BAMS program. This is a fellowship of like-minded people just trying to empower the next generation so they can be better leaders than what we are. There you go. You can count on me being there on September 11th. If I'm here and God put breath in me, you know, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to help I'm gonna help do my part to bring this to the world, too, because I see the benefit of it. Not only did you, I know what I do and I know what I like to do, but I'm also, I I like doing what I call something fresh for me. You know, even at 63, you can still have fresh eyes and, you know, um, God bring people into your path to help you. You agree with that? Yeah, I agree because that's what it takes. It takes takes us. It's uh, um, a movement. And remember, this is on Zoom. You don't have to come to the physical location. I love it. We're going to show you how to run your school doing Zoom, and we're still signing up students doing Zoom. Wow. We're still, I mean, um, and so it's like we still, we we are now um, working with the the next elected mayor in the city of Baltimore. Yes. Who's trying to bring the program in, along with the mayor in our own um, town of Laurel, Maryland. So this is, I mean, we got a bunch of, I mean, every MMA from Anthony Pettis, you name them, um, they are all on board. And, and it's funny, I'll say there's one thing that I think that's really important. We, this, last year, Point MMA was recognized by the United States Fight League, which is the youth governing body for the Olympic sport. Their goal is to make MMA a, a sport 
and the Olympics. What? Well, the United States Fight League is the only governing body for real youth sports. So they take kids over to other countries under the under the tutelage of UFC, under the tutelage of the one organization. They're the number one sanctioning body, and every coach and every person that's involved have to get an FBI background check to make sure that these coaches are not, you know, sex trafficking or not, you know, sex offenders. I mean, no, no, it's time to clean this up and make sure we protect our kids, man. I'm with you. So so it was approved by the United States Fight League as a real legitimate sport for international competitions all over the world. So if a kid wants to compete and become the, you know, and go on that level, we have that. Well, they just want to be a, a, a champion in life, just to yes. be a better, great school grade, the there community, you go. and all of that. Everything's there for them. And we're, we're open for all partnerships. Everybody's welcome. Well, I'm definitely going to become a partner. You know, I'm going to try to get to the mayor down here in Orlando. We got two of them. And I'm going to be talking to you about how to go to them, how to approach them, how to send a letter. Because this is something great that we can use that in some, some deprived areas. I know that looking for something don't have anything. Man, we're going to bring this to them and hopefully get you down here in person to talk to these group of people. Man, I mean, you're doing such wonderful work. And I know everybody know about you, but you know, I'm thinking it's not bad to get a few more people who don't know about you to know about you too. You know, especially in Florida, we need some help, man. We really do. I mean, the areas like Miami and, and Orlando and Tampa and area like that, the inner city kids, man, they, 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 they're looking for a ladder. They're looking for something to do. They're looking for that. And the, and the single moms out there reaching out, I get this all the time. And, you know, and um, I'm not saying I'm old, old man, but I'm saying my energy ain't like it used to be. But I'm wise enough to know I can get help and I can get someone like yourself and we can get people who we can mentor to continue to make this dream grow and help some kids reach their goals, you know, and become better people and, and in life. And here's the beautiful thing that I think uh, we, we, when we say complete martial arts, we're talking 360 degrees of knowledge. Mind, body, and spirit, physical, mental, and spiritual. Yes, sir. Now, during Corona, most people, some schools are shutting down. Me and my wife, it's not just me, because my motto, my purpose is, is God, family, community, and business. That's my purpose. Those are my those are the four things I live I live by. Okay. And during Corona, we realized that we, I mean, all of our students went online. I mean, and we are still growing. And, but one of the things that, because I have another mentor, and this guy, his name is Brandon Belizio. He comes from California. He's probably one of the most successful martial arts school owners in the, in the world, financially and everything. And he came on board because my wife been fighting cancer, and, and she just got good news that, you know, she's now cancer-free oh, amen. right now. Amen, so, amen. Um, God, bless God. Bless yeah. God's name. So God, God been good. He's been blessed us. Yes. And one of the things that he told me, you know, and we always do it. We always, we don't just talk about it. Our school has always been showing young kids how to not just become champions, but become future entrepreneurs. Now, if you come to my school, my 13-year-old son runs our whole school now. Wow. He knows how to run the school through the, through the virtual classes. He knows how to run the school. This is the point MMA program. He knows how to run the school um, through the virtual classes. We have one of our um, young men who's now assistant at the school. He's a teenager. He's 16. Um, 
he ran Lifetime Fitness. It's, a, it's one of the biggest fitness gyms in the world called Lifetime Fitness, 24-hour fitness gym. It's the wealthiest, most successful gym in the world. So it's a family gym. They never hire teenagers to come and work. But when they seen our Point Remy blueprint, they said, oh, my God, we got to make exception for this young man. Oof, well, this okay. young teenager been running this program and getting paid. Wow. And getting paid hourly wow. at 16. Now our whole school is ran by young teenagers, young adults, while we oversee them, and they get paid. That's what we got to remember. It's not just about teaching them a skill set. We're teaching them how to become entrepreneurs, how yes. to put the resumes together, how to do, res- you know, how to do, like, thesis. So when it's time to go to college, they already doing community service things that make the college, college people like, whoa, oh, my God. Yep. And if you check and look at any of our students, one of our students is the producer of Ellen DeGeneres' show. No way. Yes. Man, that is so. was the star of, of um, Spy Kids and um, Soul Plane. One of our kids now is in Hollywood. I mean, so this proof of concept works. It's yes. not just me coming, me and my wife just coming up with something. We have the blueprint to show kids this, even if they want to go off to college, they understand that they are a brand that when they go off to college, they are more prepared than most people going to college and don't even understand that they are a brand from the time brought on this earth. That's why this program is more than just a kick or a punch. Wow. I love it. I I absolutely love it. Like I said, man, I was bought in when I um, <laughs> talked to you and I went and looked at some of the videos and I was like, well, you know what? This will work. You know, this will work. And so like in the dojo now, you know, I'm telling them, I said, you know, I got some New and exciting things coming to you, man. So you guys come on in here. And I got, you know, I, I don't know a lot about how to um, brand myself like you're talking about, but I got some young people. Well, Willie James Books is one of them. You can look him up. I mean, up-and-coming entrepreneur and is doing so much stuff in the community. Man, they got me out there now. The Facebook page is changing. I know something now about something called Twitter. Never even knew what that was. And something called Insta, Insta something, Insta, Instagram. So I'm, I'm coming to another phase in my life. Like I was telling you, to me, this is new and I'm loving it. And, you know, a lot of people my age in their mid-60s or whatever be like, ah, you know. But now I'm, energi- I'm, I'm energized again. So as long as God's giving me that breath, man, I'm, I'm with you, man. And I really appreciate what you're doing. And um, Kahashi March Dojo, Henry Grace Martial Art Academy, in other words, we we on board with you, and I'm I'm glad to be a part of what you're doing, and look forward to doing a lot of good things with you, and continue with you. I have a tournament this Saturday, it's with the WFM Alliance. It's called the Tournament of Champions, and we have a Hall of Fame dinner at six that evening. I would love for you to take part of that and be a part of that, and get a chance to maybe talk to some people. We got several countries on on board that's going to be there, so I will be. Um, Sir? And you have the don't you have a division called Crazy Athletic? Man, don't you know it? I seen I boy look at here. That's our creation. That's our sport. That's what that <laughs> so you that's what we created for exactly what it's doing. To promote fitness, health and wellness. It's a part of our point MMA program. I got a lot of kids doing it in my tournament this this weekend on the WFM World Alliance Tournament of Champions. Um, um, they're they're in that division. I've seen that. I, yeah, that, that is that's, so that's cool. One of the things 
Now, this is what, every, and that's what I'm saying. God is at work. Yes. You can't stop God's plan. No. God's plan is bigger than Bam's plan. Yeah, you know man. This is taken, and this is what everybody got to understand. We took what we did in the inner city. Now, what did James Brown say? He said, I don't know karate, but I know karate. I know karate. And you know well, it. That's where crazy ass things come from. <laughs> you can't make no excuse of where you at and why you can't get in shape. You can get in shape anywhere. Get up. Let's get busy. Let's go. Let's do it. You make it a form of competition. Can you imagine how many inner, how many kids that don't even want to do a kata or put on a karate suit? Once they understand, they can just come in and do fitness components that's in every sport. Even basketball players and people from other sports can get into this. This is bigger than anything we got in martial arts because anybody can do it. I'm telling you, and I'm sold on it, man. I mean, you know, when they get when they get the 60 and over division in there, I'm going to be doing some of them things right with them. I oh, think oh, I can do one, one or two. We got it. <laughs> Uh-oh. I better watch myself then. Man, I'm telling you, I'm on. I'm on board, man. I'm on board. And I'm, I'm loving it. Uh, this weekend, though, I'll be hosting that event, but I'm loving it. Um, guys, I'm, I welcome all of you to come out and take a look at this. It's going to be on Zoom. It's the WFM World Alliance. You go to WFMworld.com, and you can also purchase a, um, what you call it, a spectator ticket to this event, and you can watch it live. And see what um, Bam and I are talking about, and, and view some of the um, things that's going on. I'm sure you got children that's not doing anything that's been doing martial arts. You might want to kick them off the couch and tell them, "Hey, you know what? Contact this guy and let's see what we can get going here." And man, it's been did you know time flies so quickly. I was sitting here talking on the air, and I was like, all the time in the back of my mind, I'm going, "Man, I, I hope Master Bam called back." I hope. <laughs> And you did, and I'm so glad you did because you made it so much more informative, some things that I wouldn't have probably came across to say, you spoke it into existence. Remember, the, the power of the tongue is great. It's life in that power of tongue, life and death. You have to really speak yes, it to believe it, and you better remember what you put in that head for every negative thought that go in, you need four or five positive thoughts to come out of it. You, you got to replace those things, you know, because, hey, the enemy is always with us trying to beat us down and tell us, oh, you ain't worth it, or you ain't no good, or this and that. Oh, oh, your heart might give out on you. Look at you. You better not get up and do a sit-up. Man, those are lies of the devil. And if you want to call it the devil, just lies of the enemy. It, you know, it's lies of things that don't want you to get up and become who you destined to be. So I'm here telling you, if it's something you want to do, man, do it. And, and let's, 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 let's think about this. As we said, I made a choice. I made a choice to do things that got me in trouble. And when I ended up in a place called a maximum security prison, what I did every day I woke up, I did a thousand push-ups, a thousand sit-ups. That whole crazy athletics is what I did to rehabilitate myself in a prison cell. And when I came home with $20 in a dream, I was committed. That was 33 years ago. Amen. I have never did a crime again. Amen. I have never done anything, but every dream I had has manifested. Most importantly, it made me a good law-abiding citizen Amen. and being able to be a good dad and break every cycle that some young young kid has to struggle with in the inner city. That is bigger than any title that you can ever achieve. I That's agree with you. The title of life winner, you know. Winning at life. I agree with you, um, Bam. And man, man, God bless you today and coming on the show and, and gracing us with that is an honor. 
to talk with you today. It's truly one of my honor, and I'm so excited about this. You have been listening to Culture Play with Kiyoshi Henry Graves. I'm Hunchy Graves, and you have been listening to Master Willie DeBam Johnson. And we thank Culture Play for bringing, allowing such programs to come and be a part, and so you guys can be reached out there. But um, any last words? I got about 20 seconds, Bam. No, don't just don't forget, of course, your event this week, but we, um, don't forget September 11th, do event reds. People can register for the next coaching course, or they can buy the course that you have. They can contact you directly, and you can direct them to the link. I sure will. Me. And 